That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Train to Chengdu. Two students reflect on leaving Shanghai. Many are setting off for their hometowns with mixed feelings. Written by Law Mei Han. Published in Six Tone. Narrated by Jenny McKenzie. Many university students are now allowed to leave Shanghai for their hometowns, but the journey isn't easy. It's a tedious process that starts with applying for permits to leave their dormitories, securing a train seat, and having a negative nucleic acid test result of 48 hours before boarding. And that's just half the hassle. Some students from several provinces have complained of poor sanitation in quarantine facilities, costly fees for the 14-day stay, and an unwelcoming attitude in their hometowns. Some cities have waived such fees, with Chengdu in southwestern Sichuan province exempting from Monday. Six Tone spoke with two students, both using pseudonyms for privacy, who shared their arduous journey to Chengdu. The interviews have been edited for brevity and clarity. Luo Rui is a freshman at Shanghai Ocean University. We were locked in the campus from late February and confined to our dorms from mid-March. For over 50 days, we would do two antigen self-tests and a nucleic acid test every day. As a volunteer, I would get up at 6.15 every day to distribute antigen tests to students. I was desperate to return home. We didn't eat very well. On Sunday, we set off from campus on school buses early in the morning. About over 1,000 students left that morning. We were excited and took photos non-stop after being confined for over 70 days. I arrived at Hongqiao Railway Station about two hours before the train's departure, at 10.36am. When the train started moving, several people around me cried. I nearly cried when my mother kept calling me to check the train status. The carriage was almost full, and the majority of passengers were university students. Many either chatted with others, watched dramas on their phone, or slept. But it was quieter than normal train rides that would otherwise have children and businessmen making phone calls. I wore an N95 mask with a blue surgical mask beneath throughout the trip. About 70% of the students around me also wore hazmat suits with glass face shields. I also kept a one metre distance while lining up for the toilet on the train. During the entire journey, I kept disinfecting my hands with alcohol wipes as soon as I came across another passenger, touched a surface or used a toilet. I used two packets with about 30 wipes each. For lunch and dinner, I ate a boxed meal and rice noodles that were sold on the train. It tasted better than meals at school. I finished eating within 10 minutes without using my phone and quickly put on my mask. I was also carrying some snacks distributed by our school. I hoped the train could go faster and send me home soon. I made a date with my high school friends to go out soon after the 14-day quarantine. We arrived at Chengdu East Railway Station late at night and waited until about 2am to check into the quarantine hotel. The hotel asked us to pay 6,000 yuan, that's 900 US dollars, for a 14-day quarantine, which was unreasonable, as centralised quarantine is required to last for only seven days. We refused to pay without having an official document from the government. 
I had mixed feelings while negotiating with the hotel employees for more than 30 minutes. Anxiety, uneasiness, aggrievement, and desperation. We thought we would ultimately settle down after arriving home, but weren't expecting a debate over quarantine fees. I went to bed at about 3.30am after taking a shower and woke up at 6.15am despite feeling tired, perhaps because my body was used to it. Now that the 295 yuan accommodation fee has been exempted, we just need to pay 100 yuan per day for meals for seven days. During the past three months of lockdown, I couldn't focus on studying in the dorm, eating what I wanted, or living a carefree life. The lesson is that I could manage better if I were in lockdown again. Wen Sun is a freshman at Shanghai Jianqiao University. As soon as we were notified of the policy for returning home in mid-May, I immediately applied to book a ticket. The situation here changes quickly. I was locked inside the campus as soon as I returned from the winter holidays on the 17th of February. I have lost 20 kilograms since being confined to our dorms since early April, as meals were allocated and we had few choices. Going home was a torturous journey, though I feel more secure now. After the flights I booked were cancelled three times, I bought a high-speed railway ticket to Chengdu. We set off from campus at 2am on Sunday, on buses provided by the school. It cost us 50 yuan each. I stayed up the whole night so that I wouldn't miss any announcements. It was at about 4am by the time we got to Hongqiao railway station. We then joined a line to enter the station. It took us an hour and a half to get inside. The station was particularly crowded and there were no empty seats. I think that about 80% of passengers were students that day. After five hours of waiting and 12 and a half hours on the train, we arrived at Chengdu East Railway Station. We waited another four hours there before we were transferred to the quarantine hotel, by which point it was three in the morning. I went to bed at about 4.30am on Monday and had to wake up at 8am. I had classes all day that day. I was very sleepy and couldn't focus. My body ached and felt like I had gone rock climbing. It's a pity that I've been in lockdown the entire semester. I hope to walk around Shanghai and visit nearby areas. But I just turned to my phone, edited videos, raised flowers and painted on campus instead. While preparing for the college entrance exams at high school, we were always told about how life on campus is unique. But we're living a college life as if we're still in high school, or even worse. There's little freedom and our experiences are so limited.